Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave over here. Hey, it's so confusing. Anyway, <laughs> we've done over 80 episodes. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, I still don't know which side of the screen you're on. But <laughs> I'm over here. You're over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> we're going to finish John Hughes month with um, one of my all-time favorite movies and my favorite John Hughes film, Sixteen Candles. It's a great, great movie. Thank you for listening. We love it. Have a nice day. <laughs> I don't know. Why. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We're going to go now. Oh no! This this is this this really uh, shows John Hughes' ability to write memorable characters real dialogue um if you grew up in the 80s and you watch these films you're instantly brought back everything oh yeah all the way down to the the killer soundtrack in this especially i'm going to be all over the place on this movie because one thing i noticed last night on this was the soundtrack it's it's exceptional but then there's other little musical cues and songs that come in that are just perfect Mm-hmm. I love the little crazy music that plays on the bus when yeah. they're driving down the street. <laughs> and it just, it's the way it's timed. Everything yeah, is just, yeah. there was a lot of thought in that that made you see that. It's like, my God, yes, the bus sucked riding the bus as a kid. Oh my God. But Who every time riding the bus, oh. know, every time uh, Long Duck Dong showed up, there was a big gong. Boom. Yeah, his, the first time his name is mentioned, his name yeah. is Long Duck Dong. Boom. That's so damn funny. I'm just looking at some of the people that were in the the cast. Holy shit! This John Cusack is just one of the nerds getting bossed around. I mean, John Cusack, his sister Joan is in there as well. They had to be one of their first movies, and of course, they're in it together. Yes. (laughs) Every time John Cusack does a does a movie, he has a sister. There's a really that's like it's like jake and maggie gyllenhaal it's like okay (laughs) right right there's a good movie with him it's a gross point blank have you ever seen it he's a a long time ago his sister is i think the the hired it's his secretary (laughs) that that is a movie worth watching i i would watch that again even if we don't do a uh, a thing on it. Real quick, before we get too far into this movie, I want to mention some movies. I, I took a little bit of a break from work, took a yeah. little vacation, um, and I watched the Ice Cube Friday movies. Oh Friday, my God, those are next great, Friday, dude. Friday after next. You see, you watch all three. <laughs> and then I watched Barbershop. And I always thought that he wrote Barbershop, but he didn't. He, he, he didn't. Uh, acted in it, and there was a couple other guys that wrote it. And you see him getting better all the way through. But yeah. what really strikes me about Ice Cube, real quick, is I know he was like the, uh, the you know, NW, NWA. NWA, and, yeah. You know, he was just, you know, Mr. Attitude and all that shit. Oh, yeah. It, and then he came sold. out with Fridays. And as far as I know, this was his first thing that he did. And it, it was low budget, no budget, just about. Like, everybody's getting paid on weed, basically. If, I, if everything that I read about making this movie was real, it's nobody real. got a dime. I think maybe if, residuals, but nobody got like paid if, up. If you take a look at how NWA financed their first album was through right. drug sales, right? I mean, it, it, of course, yeah. He he put together what he could. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I'm just. I'm not a big dope guy, but I I I can actually I get that. I, I get that grift that you know you you worked yeah. your ass off for it. But that movie he wrote, 
Mm-hmm. And then he wrote, I think, the, ne- the next two also. And I was really like, I've listened to some of their rap, not my not my thing, never has mm-hmm. been. But his comedy writing, his comedic timing. He's a genius. He's for a guy who smart. I don't think even had an acting class before Fridays or before Friday. I, I don't know that he ever had an acting class or if it just came natural. That guy has got such talent. And I got a man like Rudy Ray Moore. This guy only talented. <laughs> well, this is this is one of the things when I watched the movie straight out of Compton. Um, uh-huh. First of all, have you seen it? No, I don't. Think it's so. actually it's it's a really good biopic of N.W.A. And right. they cast Ice Cube's real life son to play him. Oh, so okay. I didn't realize that I'm watching. It's like my God, casting did an amazing job. This looks like a fucking young Ice Cube. It's How did they it find is. this guy? <laughs> yeah. How did they find this guy? Well, it's his son. But right. um, they show that after they started to split apart from N.W.A., uh-huh. Ice Cube had his drive, and he they show him actually sitting in front of an old typewriter, banging out Friday. No, they kidding. show that that's what he's writing right then and there, and he that's- they show him as such a hustler. From the yeah. beginning, and when I use hustler, not in derogatory means. No, I guess you know everybody's really, got a hustle, and his hustle he, is talent, and and, and oh, his ability, yeah. his writing ability, his writing ability in in that in Friday, and then then we'll get back into the movie that we're actually actually reviewing. <laughs> um, it just reminded me so much of a lot of my growing up. Let yeah. me put it that way. Um, Different neighborhood, different end of the country, but the same type of shit going on. You didn't you know grow up I mean? in Compton? I did not grow up in Compton. I, I grew up in worse areas. But um, I, I have to ask, this just one important question. How'd you get fired on your day off? <laughs> Believe it or not, I wasn't fired on the day off. <laughs> boxes? Would it have any boxes? Okay. <laughs> it wasn't boxes. <laughs> well, no, you got... wasn't me. It wasn't me. But uh, <laughs> this is this you know that is the only movie that I can tolerate really tolerate Chris Tucker in besides um, Rush Hour. Sometimes I find Chris Tucker very annoying. <laughs> you didn't like him in uh, Fifth Element. That's where I can't stand him, Ruby Rod. <laughs> no, thank you. I love him. <laughs> but you know, props props to Chris Tucker. It was a weird shift watching the Fridays movies go to Mike Epps, but right. I think Mac, Mac right. Epps does a great job as that sidekick to uh, yeah, yeah, as the cousin. Yeah, as to yeah. Craig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John is it is it John Witherspoon? Witherspoon is right. his dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. from the Wayans Brothers and everything. Yeah. It, it what's funny is his mom was also from the Wayans Brothers TV show. Well, she uh, was also on uh, uh, um, Amen. I think it was Amen. Yes, yes. Where, where yes. She was the daughter always trying to get the the preacher to marry her. Yeah. She was also in. Uh, oh, the hell movie was was it? Um, trying to think of the name of the movie. Fire, uh, Saint Elmo's Fire. Okay. She was. She played a hooker in that. She's so which, which which of the is it is it barbershop that has a scene with somebody who stole an atm yeah <laughs> that's what i thought i like barbershop you know cedric but, the entertainer and all the others in there his acting in that was like you i as watching these movies i just watched him get better and better and then yeah. in barbershop i was like holy crap he is definitely a leading man now like by the time he gets to barbershop he's 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 honed all his 
you know, he, he's playing the the comedy, but he's also playing the serious guy. It's really well yeah. done. And I just so, got to give that guy props. Like, absolutely. So that being said, this year in 2022, when we inevitably return to John Carpenter, mm-hmm. we will review Ghost of Mars with leading man Ice Cube. Cool. Uh, Sounds so, good to me. Sounds yeah. good to Pam me. Pam Greer is in the movie. Um, I've, well, pff, sold. Pam Greer, Ice Cube. I forget who else is in it. Here's the thing. That movie gets a lot of fucking hate, and I get crazy looks when I say I like <coughs> it, but I can't wait for you to see it. Never seen it. I've heard of it. I've never yeah. seen it. Um, now, I just wanted to mention that because we haven't talked about a lot of different things in the last No, year. we haven't. <laughs> but um, about this movie, 16 Candles. Uh, fucking wow. classic. It, it's just... Let me see if I can find that. Uh, the uh, Getty Wantanabe. As my long God, as this is his first movie. <laughs> I think it is. I think it, it is. is. I, I was reading an interview with uh, him this morning because, uh, like all movies from the eighties, uh, uh-huh. they're not. They don't. They don't age well. Not, some of them. They don't age well sometimes right. in the political or social commentary. Right. So I just wanted to know what uh, Getty Watanabe's uh, take was on on this and right. you know he has nothing but praise for john hughes this movie and he is so fucking funny in it did you know right. that he and the actress who played his girlfriend in that movie oh yeah they, they, they still they're still good friends they still oh, thank up. god i was asking yeah. i was wondering if these any of these people even still knew each other yeah, i love he that said, they still know each other he said he ran into zelda rubenstein you know the little tiny lady no oh, um, shit and there goes my damn Siri. Okay. So he, he sees, sees a lot of the people still. And I love um, that. I love to hear that. And I kind of got a vibe from like when we uh, did Charlie Chan and was looking to see what did the Asian actors have to say about this? Right, right. He's in the same boat, you know, and most of them, it's a, it's yeah. a job and it's funny. It's, it's fucking done fun. well. See, yes. nothing there was done to make fun of long duck dong. He was in his name. Except for, well, what I love is when the girl's just, she's holding him. He's like, right. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, staring right at that big old boob. Yeah. Face is right in her boobs. Yeah. And she's like, what's your name? Dong. Long. Yeah. Dong. No, Dong. <laughs> what's your first name? Long. And she did. You just see her ever so slightly pull him in a little bit closer and a little bit harder. Yeah. What's your middle name, Duck? And then she pulls him in just, <laughs> just like, oh, oh yeah, this, he ain't yeah. getting away from her. <laughs> it is, it's, it's so funny. And and what he uh, had said that he uh, did a lot of studying to really get into the role of Long Duck uh-huh. Dong as somebody who loves America and everything America has to offer. So that's why he's looking at a pretty girlfriend or whatever, yeah. you know, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, so he he really he really brought everything to that fucking role, and it's so it's funny. Such a funny job. I I love it when he's so fucking drunk and he's on the on the ground, <laughs> and the grandparents are there. Oh, Grandpa's yeah, talking yeah, to you. Automobile. Automobile. Lake. Lake. And the other grandfather's just laughing his ass off. <laughs> Three sheets to the wind. <laughs> Gone. So this funny. is this is something that's interesting, just because that segues nicely. If you look at any of the John Hughes films that we've watched, uh-huh. um, he writes people so well, and he does yeah. grandparents. They are in every fucking movie, mm-hmm. and they're they're very 
very similar like in weird right. science and christmas yeah. vacation and here and it's just like yeah oh my yeah. god and see i saw my grandparents in those those yeah. people um both sets yeah. it's like oh my god this guy <laughs> could write people and it's right. just it's a shame right. that we're not going to get any more movies i i just love when molly ringwald sees the second group of grandparents i guess it's the dad's parents oh yeah and the one the one granny's got a cigarette and she's like oh my god she pulls her arms apart she's got her boobies she's got her boobies and the grandfather's like yeah yeah okay you know and she's like my grandmother just just basically grabs the breast and like i just can't believe i got felt up by my own grandmother yeah yeah this is a fat this is a fast movie. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. an hour and a half, but man, it goes by. Boom! It's yeah, it felt like a half hour. Like watching did. this I was, was like, just holy so funny. shit, this is done. <laughs> what I thought was interesting because I think this is like one of the first movies, the first movie that I can think of, and I did not look it up to, to see, but John Hughes did. Like one, it's got to be like one of the first big ones. I think it's the first one Molly Ringwald was in with them. This is 1984, so this is definitely before Breakfast Club. Um, so I, I think this yeah. might have been before, or like the first one Molly Ringwald did with them. Yeah. I'm guessing. Be- because the writing of the the cast system, mm-hmm. even the girl, even the drunk girl, the rich drunk girl that's with the, the good-looking you know kid that Molly Ringwald's character is. Jake Ryan. Jake motherfucking yeah, Ryan. Even she... <laughs> nice to molly ringwald's character when she walks by when she was she was nice to samantha when she walked by her in the hallway she's like hi how you doing you know she wasn't yeah there wasn't the class divide was there a little bit but it wasn't horrible yeah he he built that up as as he was making i think you're right bigger and bigger and bigger and i thought it was pretty fun funny to watch that yeah excuse me if you watch his um his expansion on that you know what i mean yeah and Jake yeah, Ryan, yeah. that guy, he I think he only did one or two movies. I don't think he's yeah. done. Let me see. Yeah, uh, Michael Schofling. Show, yeah. I'm, I'm totally destroying his last name. I don't know how somebody uh, does a movie like this and then never works again. It's just weird to me. But he probably went in there and just didn't like the what Hollywood had. You know off. what? And, and, yeah. and that's quite possible. Um, he might have went back. I, he might have been stage actor. I did not look up what yeah, he does. It, it, it's possible. Like he it just blows my mind. It's like, oh my God, you were part of a huge movie. Why aren't you? Yeah. You should be able to walk in anywhere and get a job. <laughs> right, right. You'd think. So, yeah, uh, some of us would kill for that um, opportunity. Uh, yeah, Anthony Michael Hall is just so young in this but i have i never never really noticed what a good actor anthony michael hall is right off the bat i think this is like one of his first movies too he's he's fucking amazing and you're gonna see that if you uh watch any movies with younger actors it seems like the younger they are the more free they are the more real they are the the Mm -hmm. easier it is for them to go into character Uh, and if they follow direction kids will blow your mind every time that's like yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> so well, it's like um, the the first harry potter movie those kids yeah. were so small and chris Col- chris columbus yeah i watched an interview he's talking about the kids he's like they became good actors he's but when they first were there you had to tell them what to do he, you're kind of acting for them but they were so they young yeah. they're one and he goes but they would do it like you'd have to film like four or five times from all these different angles because one of the kids would 
break character inevitably. Yeah. So the red haired boy always broke character. They said a lot. So <laughs> fucking Weasleys. Some of, the, some of those shots are from behind. <laughs> so you get the other two kids staying in character, but this one's like, yeah. but they've got the shot because it's yeah. the back of his head. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, like you get a kid like, like Anthony Michael Hall and, and Molly Ringwald, who's just willing to, to put up with a character they're so like, real in that like because they're, they're yeah. teenagers they are really that yeah. young and it's they're yeah. so good in that and the, the scene where she's already depressed she's freaking out because uh jack ryan or jack ryan jake ryan jake ryan isn't like falling all over she feels like she's made a fool of herself and then she's sitting in the car and Anthony Michael Hall's character comes in and he leans on that shelf yeah, with all the hubcaps and everything on it and just knocks the thing shit liver. Everything's flinging. <laughs> and what's great is he's just standing there and you still hear one of the things spinning. <laughs> see, that... That is perfect. And, and see, that's another cue. If you look or listen uh-huh. to this movie, it's like, my God, they paid attention to a lot of detail. Yeah. A lot of little things that just yeah. really make this thing come to life. Here's one of the things that got me, and I, I went down an internet rabbit hole last night after watching Uh-oh. this, because there was, uh, when they walk into the dance, there's a song playing. That's right. um, like, what is it? It sounds like madness. So, right. But it's not. It sounds like our house, but it's not. So I went looking. Oh, it's not. It's not. It is not because okay. I was like, but that is not it. And um, I went looking. Originally, huh. they tried. They wanted our house playing. Right. So this, they paid somebody to make something that sounded similar. <laughs> it's not on the soundtrack. It's not listed anywhere. No it's shit. Like, That's it, funny. it was a studio. Somebody just wrote it and did it. And it's like because I was like, what it is that? It sounds like madness. And I was like, nope. That's <laughs> funny. That's very yeah. funny. Yeah, that dance is. Uh... Oh my god! Dance is just a disaster. I don't know if you ever went to any dances as a kid. Yes, like, and it looked just like that. Yeah, I was like, over on the on the wall. Yeah, that I was, was the me. wallflower. I, was I not. did not have a jock on my head, a jock strap on my head, or a headlamp, or the laser anything guns. like that. Get those off your head. <laughs> why do you? What are you wearing those? <laughs> my my little brother spent a dollar to look at your panties <laughs> whenever their friend tells her. <laughs> about the panties yes <laughs> that's so stupid but yeah. the, the, this movie um again it's it is definitely an 80s movie i i do think you can make this movie today you absolutely I, can i do and gratuitous breast shot early it was yeah that out. was not needed no it was not but this they, is they a, this is an opportunity. This this actually does set things. They didn't have to show it. They right. did because to me it's very creepy. Even though that is a, an adult actress in the shower, the not a high schooler kid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a high schooler, right? <laughs> you right. know, uh, but it's it's kind of weird. It's like well, we're dropping into a high school shower. This now, uh, but uh, right. <laughs> I could imagine a conversation like that actually going down. Yeah, you know, yeah. look at them. They're so perfect. They, they you're, could you're have judging it, yourself to other people. They could have done the shot like from chest, like just above nude shot up with her in the shower, and still had the exact same effect. You know, this yeah. is I'm not approved by any means, so uh, just take that with the the grain of salt that is meant to be. Yeah. Um, Paul Dooley, her dad, the character with her dad. I've seen him in a lot of things. Yeah, big time character actor. 
And again, a great father-daughter moment when she's on the couch and he comes in, he's like, oh, I am so sorry we forgot your birthday. He's he's just like, I, with everything going on and your sister, I'm so, and he's, and she's like, it's okay. And, and even the mom is like, we are so sorry. And she's like, it's okay. And she has to hug the mom at one point. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, mom, it's all right. You know, I'm already over it. I've already, I've already been mad about it. You know, it's, it's good. One of the things about that scene where he's talking to her, um, I read about uh, Molly had written an article uh, for a newspaper uh, uh-huh. that that I discussed a little bit about when we did Breakfast Club. Right, but right. she had, she had talked about this scene in that article. Uh, originally, oh, the, there was the one in Sixteen Candles. Yeah, she talked about oh, the okay. Sixteen Candles scene of of her dad talking to her because originally he makes a reference <laughs> to her her panties being shown everywhere. How would he find that out? Because everybody knew, and I get the oh, joke, okay. but she, she, and maybe some other people had issue with that. It's like, wait a minute, right. that's a little creepy. What he yeah. says is perfect; it alludes to it. Like, you'll wear the pants in the family, and you see right. her face, and it's like, okay, that's yeah, a little the, playful joke. But it would have been shot. too creepy if Dad was making jokes about his daughter's panties. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So that was unless that was it was concern. Unless it would have been like a concern, like, uh, why are oh, your panties? It was played for a joke. Yeah. originally what she had said um i was surprised that the people in here we mentioned john cusack uh, yeah. joan cusack um jamie gertz i never realized she was in here as well from twister um yeah. lost boys uh she was on a sitcom i forget the name of it that i used to watch so i mean there's a lot of people on here that uh Billy Bird, Just, Max Showalter, all oh, character actors. How about the preacher? I about shit when I realized that was Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray, I know. I was like, that looks yeah. like Brian Doyle Murray. Oh, it is. Yeah, and I both stopped, looked at each other, we're like, holy crap, I forgot he was in here. Yeah, yeah. and you know Brian what? And this, this shows John Hughes worked with the people he liked. Because yeah. they pop up in his movies all the fucking a time. lot that just here and there. There's like a lot of character actors in here, just like different jocks and you know Zelda Rubenstein, the organist. Oh, the, the le- little old lady from Poltergeist. The little old lady from Poltergeist. <laughs> and everybody's just like taking a step back from her and like looking around, like uh Hey, there is um, at the local Waterburger here. There is a lady who sounds and looks very similar to Zelda Rubenstein. Oh no! And, and I, one of these days, I'm going to go through the drive-through and just ask her, "Will you say this house is clear? <laughs> or this house is clean? This house is clean." And then yeah. all hell breaks loose. Yes, I, just, I want my just money once. back. <laughs> just once. I don't think she'd get it, but it's it would be awesome. I just <laughs> want to say, "Tangina, is that you?" <laughs> it'd be funny if she actually did get it. And did yes, said it, it just like her. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> but, okay, so I'm going to back up a little bit. We're a little bit all over the place on this. But this this movie basically deals with Samantha Baker and her parents forget her 16th birthday. Yeah. On the eve of her sister's wedding. So all their focus is based on that. Yeah. And here's Sam looking like every 16-year-old. She was going to have the pink Trans Am and everything. Right. It would be such a big deal and nobody said anything um didn't even wish her happy birthday man. no no and Ugh, she's she's horrible. in love with pretty boy jake ryan um yeah okay i am very happy with this ending um yes this, i love this, this ending it's an iconic this ending brings ending. a tear to my eye every time they show that scene it does and, and i hear the thompson twins start uh-huh. to play if you were here and yeah. you, you see the traffic move and there's Jake Ryan and they go back to her face and it's just like, 
fucking beautiful and yeah. that's we need more movies like this and yeah, then that's, that, that was a good ending yeah, i love that ending. and she's like pointing it's him it's him to her dad you know as and what's funny is jake never spots the dad Mm-mm. and it was pointed out to me last night by the wife that he opens the door for her to get in yeah and shuts it and then walks around to the guy and he never knows the dad's there but the dad's watching this the whole time so oh, you know the dad was like maybe at first like uh, I don't know. And then when you see him open the door and shut it and, you know, make sure he, I think he crosses the street with her. I think he goes and gets her and crosses yeah. the street with her. So he's very gentlemanly with her. Yeah. And he tried to be that way with his girlfriend, but the girl was just like, she was just girl, somebody else. But by the end of the movie, even she figured out what was her problem. So that was all, that was all you know, good. That's what's great about this. Um, the fact that these kids were very adult about everything. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was kind of freaky. I mean, because she well, just knew. their breakup was yeah. very adult. Like she figured out, she figured out that that girl, that the girlfriend. I can't hold on. Uh, Carolyn or Evelyn yeah. Morris played Carolyn. Um, she figured out real quick what her problem was. Yeah. Really, I mean, like after she wakes up in the arms of the geek. <laughs> And she didn't really mind. <laughs> so there was like, no, and, was, and you know what that is here. Here we have, we have John Hughes again, uh, uh-huh. highlighting people being honest and true to themselves yeah. and not yeah. judging and not judging on what people look like. And, exactly. and just, and it's, we've said this before. He wrote the same fucking movie over and over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's great and it works this, every time. This movie is pretty in pink. Is Breakfast Club is uh yeah. um shit. There, there's another movie that we uh is is even weird science. Weird science, yeah. There's yep. there's everything in this movie is in all his other movies. Yeah, Christmas Vacation. Um it's the same story. It's nope. not the same story. It's all, it's the same story told completely differently. Like if you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. No. And I, I didn't notice, I've seen all these movies so many times and it wasn't yeah. until we did this show that it's like, Oh my God, all his yeah. movies have the same theme. They have uh-huh. the same story structure or, right. you know, the same right. concept. And I, I think it's brilliant. Um, and, and here again, the, the trickster in this one, I I picture as Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. yeah, I was getting ready to say, "Oh shit!" I didn't even think to look at that, but yeah, it's it's definitely Farmer Ted. Yeah, he he's the one who 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 initiates all the shit and gets her with Zach Jake Ryan. He is. He is. He um. Over. Not only does he help her, he's there to help Jake. He guides yeah. Jake, and it's like yeah. what? But he the, does the it, most unusual guide for Jake Ryan at yeah. all and oh, what yeah. i love is, is he's under the table he's in the glass table and he he gets them out and the next scene is they're in the kitchen jake ryan he's making mar- martinis big strapping good looking jock type kill all around american kid oh yeah he's with this little skinny um, probably all of 98 pounds soaking wet and the geek is, is shaking up martinis. He's pouring them into martini and he's making a good martini because, you know, Jake takes it and drinks it with no problem. So, you know, the kid knows how to make a martini. Don't know how, but it, it's just a fun scene. And as they're talking, is the kids giving Jake advice? No. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> and it's not all terrible, but it's, you know, it, it is advice. It's teenager advice. It's, but it's just so funny. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall is somebody I would love to meet someday just because he's had I would love to be in a movie with him. Yeah. I would love to, I would love to be in a comedy movie with him. Yes. Like, and then the next movie you do a serious movie, but comedy. I, I, I just can't imagine his chops now. Oh yeah. Like, well, he was would great. Would he be willing in, to still uh, do the little dance around the circle in the high school dance type thing? That was yeah. amazing. That was that amazing. Is, that is the kind of stupid shit that I used to do and didn't give a fuck whether anybody was watching. That's what's me. awesome. That's what's and, awesome. And I used to just do that shit to people and then I'd look at them and walk away. <laughs> They'd just be standing there like, what the hell is wrong with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. I don't know if I would do it, but it would depend on my mood. <laughs> <laughs> How much can I embarrass somebody and not care? Right, right. I, I'm a little more reserved now than I used to be. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I don't want to break a hip on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> this, I really enjoyed watching this. I forgot how much I love this movie. Um, yeah. I can't say enough good things about it. I am, this is, you're going to be surprised, but I'm not bringing up any of the politically incorrect shit at all because it really is irrelevant yeah, to this movie. You know what? If Wantanabe didn't give a crap about it, um, the, some of the terms they say are just so quickly said and done. Well, they're, they're, I'm sorry, they're still terms used today by well, everybody I've ever heard. Well, yeah, and here, here's the thing: it's it's the '80s. We freely use the word "faggot," and it's uh -huh. inappropriate now. But it it was common in the lexicon then. Not saying it's right. It just you see it, you know that's a '80s movie. So, but you know what? I still hear it. And I hear it from everybody. I don't. I hear. But I hear it from straights. I hear it from homosexuals. I hear it from everybody. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and that's just it. It's. Just, I, I think you know, and like I said, I, I was wasn't going to turn this into a, um, right, right, a conversation about the stuff on the movie because it does so much right. And God damn it, it was in the '80s. So yes, we yeah. can go back and pick apart any fucking thing from the past. But if and they I, made I it think... now with the same terminology, then you got beef. But well, no, you know what? I think if you're going to write an '80s movie now. You got to throw that stuff in there. That's what we talk I, I about. I think you would have to. Yeah, we bring that you up know? a lot on what makes That's it the guy with the show. cigarette smoking. <laughs> well, here, here that, <laughs> I love, a guy with a camera around his neck. Just fucking have fun with it, you know. Yeah. Mike, her little brother Mike is what a awesome. Dick. Oh, he, he is so kid. fucking I awesome. I would have knocked that kid down the stairs. He is sitting at the table. He is holding a pretzel like a fucking cigarette. He's acting cool as shit. <laughs> That kid's acting chops in that movie is like yeah, shit. Look I at him. That kid. I hated that kid. Oh, that kid he did it so well. Just reach over and slap him. Yeah. He was such a shithead. And the parents oh. even acknowledged it. It was yeah. great. Such a great fucking character. I, I love what the dad says about him. That what the hell? She says something about a dad. She's she says he's a jerk, and the dad's like, Yeah, he's a jerk. Uh, <laughs> he, Mike hates everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah, he is, he is a little shit, and yeah. it was great. He was a great little annoying little brother. So yeah, showing that was. dynamic was great. He was, um, and he, the kid did do that job so much. That's why I hate the character so much. Because oh, he, because he did, he did it well. He did such a good job. He did such a good job, and that's uh, Justin Henry is that kid's name. Yeah, and he, he was did great. That. He was in a lot of stuff. He was in a lot of a lot of movies around that time period in the. In the eighties, so I, I do recognize him from stuff. I just don't. I couldn't tell you any other movies, but I know I've seen him in more than just that. 
you know um for our watchers i don't have ghost uh moving a swing i have a cat it's a ghost there he is it's a cat and it's gonna scratch yeah that's why that's that yeah there's not much left of that horrible swing (laughs) kitty um yeah yeah, this this all around again it it's a john hughes film it yeah you you go in knowing you're gonna get a good story you're gonna get laughs um you're gonna you're gonna have fun by the if you don't crack a smile and laugh your ass off by the end of this movie at some point just finding something stupid just the way when Long Duck Dong crashes the car on top of the other red little red convertible. Oh my god! And the couple's inside, still making out. Couple's still inside, and then as they're walking, that big the big jock girl just grabs him, and she's got to be a full head taller. She's yeah, she's and she just grabs him, pulls him in close, and she's smiling. Man, she's got a big. Oh, she got one. She's he's walking. It was just such a great scene because the visual in their heights is very funny, and then the smile on her face. Is just great. And Wantanabe's character is like, I got a big American woman now. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy. Life is good. He's he's great in that. Um, yeah. You know, I, and I look at uh, Joan Cusack's character is only there for for relief, <laughs> yeah. comic relief with her yeah. her headgear. She's obviously like broke her neck or something. Yeah, she's yeah, a, she, the, oh god. And it is funny. It's funny. She's We're laughing at this poor injured person. Uh, but, trying to get a drink of water out of the yeah. water fountain. <laughs> And and that's what I like about he he saw things that were funny to him and they're funny to me too. It's yeah, just like yeah, you, you got to be able to laugh at shit. And this is goddamn this movie is so good. Um, it, it's very funny. I, I you know I'm going to cut right to the chase uh, unless there's something else that you can think of. No. This 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 is a must watch for me. This Absolutely. Is, I, I've got all these movies that we've talked about the last month. Uh, I'm sure I have more too someplace. I got <laughs> got a lot of John Hughes stuff, I know. But these movies are so funny, so good, so well-written, so well-directed. He wrote and directed this one. Yes. And that's probably why I always think he directs his movies also, not just writes them, but he finds directors that fall fall and flow in with him. So yeah. he's a really he was a really good picker of directors whatever he was yeah he Um, knew he knew how to get his vision across even if he wasn't the one who directed it right right so he did a really good job with that um with home alone he found the right director i think Mm. that was chris columbus too i think you're right i have never seen home alone believe it or not but i do believe it's chris yeah christmas in july we'll have to do at least home alone one just just christmas in july i love that idea it it is worth (laughs) The first and second one are great. After that, they're all, they're all garbage because they took the cute little Macaulay Culkin out, you know, uh-huh. uh, and just replaced and just kept trying to make money. And now I guess Disney Plus tried to remake it or redo it. Oh, really? Well, it got canned. Everything that I read about it, everybody canned it. Like, why are you even thinking about doing this movie again? Well, see, here, here's here's the thing. You know, people look at that. It's like, oh, my God. This this property is such a successful thing. If I write it, I can make it a little different, make it my yeah. own, and it'll be just as successful. And nine times out of ten, it fails because yeah. you are not the person who did that. You're not the person who had that idea. You're not the director. Uh, yeah. Remakes are, to me, very rarely successful. There are right. a few that I absolutely love, like the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead by Zack right. Snyder, I think is a fucking amazing movie. Uh 
so actually all the the dead remakes i kind of like day of the dead remake and stuff so some some remakes work others eh, not so much the evil dead is one by far my favorite remake reboot i have ever seen but Um, but didn't ramus do that sam Raimi, no no uh fede alvarez um did it really Um, i always thought that Raimi went in and redid it no he produced he produced it um and so did bruce campbell but they got a director who had their vision and there see we had the john hughes formula different characters same story right it's fucking insane there is a new evil dead coming though by the way with bruce done by oh nice i like bruce uh but here's the thing like like you said like people who take a a product or project and destroy it dc comics and marvel comics writers right now I'm just going to leave it at this. They are destroying their properties. They are yeah. losing money. They are losing right. And they want to blame you, you, you name anything that they want to blame, blame it. They're trying to blame it. They're trying to blame men, women, children, Manatees. everybody's fault, but the writers and the editors. Well, no, you guys are horrible writers for the most part. And your, your art for the most part now sucks. It just does. I mean, I've yeah. looked at some of the new stuff coming out. I'm appalled. I would have been laughed out of the fucking building had I walked in with artwork like some of these. Oh motherfuckers damn! Got. You know, I, I've seen stuff and like the that. There's a there's horrible. an art there's an artist, and I cannot think of his name, but they love to make fun of him all the time on Instagram and everything because he can't do fucking anatomy, but he's done X Men and all kinds of other things. Layfield. Yep. Here's yeah, the thing like, about Layfield, for me, for me, um, he's not a great, great artist. Um, I wish, I wish to God he he would have taken a couple of art classes and actually learned his trade better. But he is the nicest fucking guy in the world. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, we were at San Diego Comic-Con uh, one time and walking the floor and I kept trying to get to him. Because I wanted to meet him because I, I right. do I I admire the guy's hustle. Like this, he he hustled and he did a good job. I do like to make fun of him because I'm a prick. <laughs> but I do like the guy. I would if I met him, I would just like shake his hand and go, damn, you're you know, good for you. The one thing I gotta say about this guy is he was always at his table. He was always at the table. He That's was good. always willing to talk to people. He was always looking at at portfolios. If somebody brought him artwork or brought him a book or brought, and this is at the San Diego Comic Con where you know numbers count. You know you got to yeah. shuffle everybody by. And the one time that I finally got a chance, I was going to walk up and talk to him. He just got his lunch handed <laughs> to him, and he just started to eat. And I see him look up as I'm walking towards him. I didn't see what he had in his hand, and he turns and he's just about ready to take a bite. And he looks up at me, and I just looked at him. And went, <laughs> Turn around. I was like, I am not gonna fucking bust this guy's balls when he's eating. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. I I had some, yeah. you know, like I had a, a comic or, or a collection I wanted him to sign for me. But I was like, I'm no, I'm not yeah. gonna do this. It's the first time I've seen that guy actually sit down and take a semblance of a break. <laughs> My I'm God, really David, you do him. have a heart. Shut up. I do not. <laughs> I deny that. I deny it. But yeah, this the, for Layfield, I know that everybody yeah. makes fun of him. He cannot draw hands. He cannot draw feet. Those He's, are hard, dude. And you know that. <laughs> yeah. 
but hands are a fucking but, bitch. <laughs> but he he get man, he's got the hustle. He goes, he's yeah. not afraid to throw throw stuff and and throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks. You yeah, know, that's and God I bless him. That. that that's that's what I fully admire on anybody. Yeah, George Perez, you put him George Perez and give him any group shot. George Perez will put four hundred fucking X Men in a in one panel, and you'll know every X Men. You'll be like, "Yep, that's Damn. that that's Storm. That's who I, that's Wolverine." And that's a guy. That's another guy that I really admire. He's he's having some kind of health problem now. Oh, damn. George Perez has always been one of my favorite favorite artists. Yeah. And I, I did get to meet him. I did get oh, him to cool. sign something at a con one time, and I loved. I literally spent about ten or fifteen minutes just talking to him because I that's was just cool. like flabbergasted that i finally get to meet george perez but he is a he was a cool cat he was a pretty cool cat i liked him sweet um, but yeah the, but that's the thing like when somebody takes over a property and they poop on it kathleen kennedy you shouldn't do that and there is our star wars reference for that. <laughs> and then you get a guy like favreau who can take a property and david lines up the shot gets ready. and saves uh, it <laughs> scores <laughs> and then they erase what the bad person did boom <laughs> yes okay so that segue i am going to um before i wrap on 16 candles um i have been i did start watching boba fett but i've only seen one episode it better get better that's all i've got to say about that everybody i've so. talked to says they like where it's going good good i'll watch another one and see um there so there there is is this the first episode where the where the guys are at the uh at what looks like um uh aunt and uncle Baru's. yes uncle and aunt Baru's house yeah and they're they're painting the letters as a as symbols on each side of the door yeah yes you know what those symbols are no the letter k in the in the language in the letters uh-huh. of uh of star wars their letters k k k kathleen kennedy <laughs> are you serious that they really put that easter egg in there you need you though they did another one too they did another easter egg when they i'm when, gonna go back and watch <laughs> when he goes into the that bar uh-huh. And the, two, the young couple, the the man and yeah. woman, are like, "Oh, they're they're getting scared." Those are oh, crap. I forgot their names, the characters' names, but they were cut out of the original movie. They got two actor, an actor and an actress that looked just like, just like the original. Oh people. my god! Put them in Tashi Station. That's Tashi Tashi yeah. Station. At one point, when he walks in, those two are there. That's another dig that. You're not erasing shit. I love it. I love it. I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. It's just, it was, it was cool to see how Boba Fett survived the, the mm-hmm. Sarlacc bit. Um, but you know, it just, it yeah. was, it was really slow. But I get where the, that what they were building a little bit right. of a change right. in his. He had some life changes. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of bad shit. He's not the vicious bastard that he was yes. when he fell into the And I can see that's where kid. it's going. Yes, yeah, you can see <laughs> yeah. why why he right. changed, and and just seeing uh, 
uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru's place. Um, they they should, yeah. you know, so it, it, it makes sense. But um, yeah, so I, I watched, I started watching that. I watched all of Hawkeye, which I absolutely fucking loved. So really, uh, yeah. Okay, that, that's great. actually surprising because I heard a lot of crap about that. I liked it better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I liked it better than Loki. Actually, I like it. I put it right up there with WandaVision. I I fucking loved it. But really, I'm a weird cat. You know? I like WandaVision. <laughs> I love WandaVision. I did like WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to to more of this. I want to hear more. Absolutely. Of what you but Absolutely. I just think it's interesting the little Easter eggs that are that's, being that's dropped. fucking great. So I will go check some out because I'm a few episodes behind. I'll, I'll um, send you a link of where I found yes. all that information at. And yes, just, please, please. Yeah, you'll you'll love the guy who's going over his, his, his he's a Overlord DVD, Doomcock. Yes, you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah I'll send you the link. And oh, it's very so funny. Much. If anybody wants to watch and, and see what I'm talking about, go go find Overlord uh, DVD on YouTube. And, very uh, he'll, cool. He'll talk very about cool. some of the symbolism that's being <laughs> overlooked and why it's funny. <laughs> very cool. The, the first episode of Mandalorian was directed by one of my all-time favorite directors, Robert Rodriguez. So that he'll was be doing that all was of them, I think. Nice. Is, is he, he supposed uh, to be doing all of them? I don't know. I haven't looked, and you know, shame on me. But if he is, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. so there's gonna be a lot of action. Oh yeah, there'll be a lot of action. It's just he's got a great style. Um, I want to see him show up with a guitar case. Yes. Very and nice. just like take out a yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Uh, oh yeah. So back to sixteen candles. After Dave and I went on some weird uh, Kathleen Kennedy rant on Disney, uh, so, <laughs> I have to get my digs in. It's the only way yeah, I we have live. to have a Star Wars reference every now and then. Uh, sixteen candles is, as I said earlier, on one of my all-time favorite movies. This is just yeah. a good fucking movie. And if you don't like it, you don't have a heart. I'm just saying, and I don't want to know you. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> you ain't human. This is a good fucking movie. This, I stand a, by that. This is a fun so, movie. This is a good yeah. movie. This is a John Hughes uh, at, at his at, pretty close to his peak. I think he's yeah. he's writing good characters already. I don't know what he did before this. I've never really looked up. Like he wrote for National Lampoon. National Lampoon. He was that's a right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so he wrote a lot of shorts and a lot of stories. He had his chops. He knew how to yeah. do character development. And again, he, you know, when he wants you to feel that in your little heart, you, you get it. You, you he know? was good at it. I just, I had no idea. So with the, oh, hit my microphone. With, with all that being said, definitely Dave and I give this a big thumbs yeah. up. Go out and watch this shit. Absolutely. So before we go, please. Take the time to subscribe, hit the like button, follow us, share us, spread the word that you like what you hear, like what you yeah. see, or you Absolutely. don't. At least tell us something like, hey, yeah. you guys suck or you guys are awesome. Uh, I like that our numbers went yeah. up a little bit. On, uh, yes. I, haven't, I haven't looked, but uh, on YouTube, our numbers went up a little bit. And I, uh, I like they to, are, yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Yes, thank you. And our listeners on the various podcast platforms, we have gained a few. So That's thank you so nice. much uh, for the added growing. activity. We're, we'll get there. We're we'll slow, there. but we'll get there. We're going to get so, there, Donnie Jones. We have done two months of good movies for the yes. most part. And we uh, can't do it anymore. We can't. It's enough. <laughs> I have. I don't know about you, Dave, but I've had enough. My teeth are falling out from all this sweetness. Yeah, of liking everything we've watched so far. So we um, are now on the search for a 
the worst fucking movies ever. Uh, so surprise, because we don't even know what the hell's coming up next. <laughs> we're, we're looking for a couple of good, good, bad movies or bad, good movies. However you want to yeah. look at it. We'll find something. You'll be surprised as we are. When yeah. we know what's going on in our lives, we'll let you know what's going and, on in our lives. And and to everybody out there, if you've seen a movie that you were fully expecting it to be shit, or a bunch of people said it was shit, or the internet said it was shit, and you loved it, uh-huh. drop us a line. I want to know what that is. Yeah, because yeah, when we tried to watch something that looked like it was going to be bad, and it's even on the list of worst movies, I love Devil Girl from Mars. I'm just saying. I, I liked it. I I see where where that could be a good movie, it, and it like, is like, a good movie. Well, it's but, just, but it I could mean, be like, even like, more. Like, 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 it could have been better. I get yeah. I get what they were doing, and it was just it was a fun sci fi flick it that I, great, I literally man. picked because of the name. I was like, "There's no way I'm going to find anything interesting about this movie or that I even like." Surprise! And yet it, I got surprised. I was like, "Holy crap! That's actually a pretty good." Yeah, I liked it. I I've actually. Uh, uh, one of our co-hosts that we had on here just said, I don't see what you like about this movie as much. And I totally respect that. But was that Mal? Yeah, it was Mal. I was not. Uh, you know what? It. That's okay. And, you know, you're, you're wrong, Mal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. but uh, We, we yeah, love you anyway, but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> I, I get it. it. It was, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but. We also look for things that are saving graces in most movies. We try. Um, that, that's that's the difference. I think you and I are on, on a lot of other critics. Yeah, critics that's right. Whatever. That's right. You know what? I just remembered. We don't have a movie coming up next week. Um, we will talk about what we're watching and movies, oh, but we that's are. Right. That's please right. be sure to tune in because Dave and I are going to reveal what we look for in movies what we like in movies how we come about this review how this podcast started what we what we get from it what we see and just a discussion uh some old ass guys talking about old ass movies and shit so yeah, you basically know. basically what scott and i are gonna do are is talk <laughs> and and we're gonna talk about why you may not be used to that yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna discuss probably a little bit i'm thinking the difference between what you and I do, yes, as opposed to what to other reviewers other do, other yeah. critics, because we are different. I don't think we're crit- yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll cover talk. all that. We we yeah. we are. I don't like to call myself a critic, but we are movie critics. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I just we'll we'll, we'll definitely boss. go in into that. So if you want to if you want to see or just hear about our thought processes on what makes a yeah. good movie or what we look for or or just uh you know I think it'll be a good discussion. Yeah, it could last 15 minutes or it could last six hours. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe not six hours. Not after work, it ain't lasting six hours. No, nah, it ain't lasting six hours after work. <laughs> Shit, dude, I've been getting up three o'clock in the morning every day yeah. this week. It's uh, like, I hate resets. <laughs> yep, yep. I hate working hard. So, big sure a lottery. T- yeah (laughs) make sure and tune in to us next week when old ass movie reviews talks about old ass movie reviews there you go that's what we're gonna do have a good one folks